Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... Hey, listen. Remember how you told me to toss those takeout containers before we left for vacation? And you were like, I'm serious. If that leaks over the counter, it'll be a slimy abomination by the time I get back. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Don't worry about it. I won't forget. <laughs> well... Oh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Rinse after use if in contact with food surface. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader, like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on AutoTrader, too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader. Grammar Girl here. I'm Mignon Fogarty, and you can think of me as your friendly guide to the English language. We talk about writing, history, rules, and other cool stuff. And happy National Grammar Day, which is March 4th, when a lot of you will be listening to the show. You can find some fun songs and stories and other diversions at nationalgrammarday.com. And next week, I'll have the winning poem from the ACES National Grammar Day Poetry Contest. But today, I'll answer a timely word question, and then I have a big fun follow-up about the word pairs segment from last week. First, Doug wrote, With the recent invasion of Ukraine, I've heard several news, military, and political commentators say material with regard to what I've gathered through context clues is supplies, especially military in nature. And I don't know if this is a real accepted word in English with its own distinct definition, or if people are using the foreign pronunciation of material and just trying to sound smart. <laughs> well, thanks for the question, Doug. Material is indeed a word of its own, but it's a direct borrowing from French. It's spelled with an E instead of an A near the end, and often has an accent mark above the first E. So it's M-A-T accented E. R-I-E-L. And you're right that it's mostly come to mean military equipment and supplies. And both the Oxford English Dictionary and Edam Online say it's used as a distinction from personnel. So countries can send both personnel and materiel. Personnel also comes to English directly from French, although there may also be a German connection. The OED has the first example with a militaristic meaning in 1819 for both words, and I couldn't find a reason they hopped into English. 1819 is well before World War I. France and the United Kingdom were both involved in the Hundred Days War in 1815, just a few years before personnel and materiel came into English, so maybe that could have been the time the French words became familiar to the British, but I'm just guessing. Thanks for the question. Every Stearns & Foster mattress is handcrafted with the finest materials for irresistible comfort every single night. Now save up to $800 on select adjustable mattress sets only at StearnsAndFoster.com. Lesser savings may apply. Remember the frustration of trying to memorize vocabulary and grammar rules only to find you couldn't actually use the language in real life? Well, there's a better way to learn. 
Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program with millions of users learning 25 different languages, and you can get it on your desktop or as an app on your phone or tablet. Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways with its intuitive process. It's really different. You pick up the language naturally, first with words, then the phrases, and then with sentences. Plus, with Rosetta Stone's true accent feature, you'll get feedback on how well you're pronouncing words. It's like having a personal trainer for your accent. Don't put off learning that language. There is no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Grammar Girl listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com grammar. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com grammar today. If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. This listener had a great question about last week's segment on binomials. Hi, Grammar Girl. I have a question about binomials. I was just wondering if the common ones, salt and pepper, ham and eggs, etc., are the same in other languages. Do they also put salt before pepper and ham before eggs and so on and so forth? Or are binomials unique in different languages? Thank you. This was a brilliant question, and I knew from my reading last week that linguists who speak other languages have studied binomials, but I didn't know the answer to this question, so I asked my Twitter followers who gave me a bunch of interesting answers. I threw out four examples, and this is what I got. Salt and pepper. These appear in the same order in Arabic, Finnish, German, Hindi, Japanese, Russian, Spanish, Swedish, and Vietnamese. But they're reversed in Dutch, and French is really interesting because apparently it goes different ways for different things. Someone told me it's salt and pepper when talking about food, but pepper and salt when talking about the color of someone's hair. And as you'd expect, culture plays a role in this too because not everyone uses salt and pepper in lots of dishes. A follower from southern India says they don't use a lot of pepper and instead talk about salt and red chili powder. And a Chinese follower said you don't typically find salt and pepper on kitchen tables in China, but they do have a condiment called pepper salt that's a mixture of pepper and salt. I also asked about ham and cheese, and in retrospect, of course, this is heavily influenced by culture because it's not a meal that's eaten everywhere, and sometimes it just has the English name because it's an import. For example, it's called ham and cheese in Japanese, but only because that's what it's called in English. People told me it's called ham and cheese in Arabic, French, German, and Spanish, but it's reversed to cheese and ham in Swedish and Dutch. And it appears it can go either way in Portuguese. And I was very surprised to hear it's often called cheese and ham in British English, too. 
Bride and groom was all over the place. It's the same in German, Swedish, Telugu, a language from southern India, and Vietnamese, but reversed in Chinese, Hindi, Japanese, Korean, Spanish, and Russian. A Finnish follower says they don't have a consistent way of saying it, and a French follower says they don't say it as a binomial because the words for bride and groom are spelled differently but pronounced the same, so it would make sense. Heads and tails was the last binomial I asked about, and again, quickly realized culture plays a role because everyone's coins don't have heads and tails. And in fact, I realized American coins don't have images of anything resembling a tail. So tossing a coin goes way back. In Roman times, they'd call heads and ship, or Caesar or ship, because the coins had an image of Caesar's head on one side and a ship on the other. In the Middle Ages, it was sometimes cross or pile, because the coins had a cross on one side, and then the reverse side was called the pile from the French word for the reverse of a coin, according to the Oxford English Dictionary. Now, many countries' coins today do have someone's head on one side, and then it seems that we call the other side tails because it's something of an anatomical opposite of the head. People use the heads and tails order in Arabic, Finnish, German, Hindi, Swedish, Telugu, and Vietnamese. It's similar in some forms of Spanish where they say face and crown. Um, both Mexico and Russia have coins with eagles on one side, and they call eagle or sun and eagle or tails, respectively. In French, they have an expression like can't make heads or tails of it, but the order is reversed to tails or heads of it. And in Japan, they don't usually flip coins to decide things. My Japanese follower says rock, paper, scissors is king. But if they were to flip a coin, they'd refer to the underside and the top side in that order. Then, besides the binomials I asked about, people offered up other interesting examples. People say the equivalent of white and black instead of black and white in Arabic, Italian, Spanish, and Vietnamese. In Spanish, sooner or later is later or sooner. In French, safe and sound is sound and safe. And back and forth is reversed in both French and Finnish. A follower who used to teach ESL to Portuguese students remembers that they struggled with fork and knife and thunder and lightning because those orders are reversed in Portuguese. And charmingly, what we call a walkie-talkie is a talkie-walkie in both French and Croatian. So where does all this leave us with the rules I told you about last week, where things like how often we use a word determines which one comes first, or how important we perceive one element of the pair to be? Well, you'll remember I told you they were more like tendencies than rules, and this really drove that home for me. Also, cultural factors can play a role. For example, in my culture, the bride is the most important person at a wedding, but maybe the bride isn't the most important person in other cultures. All these differences also make me suspect that other things I mentioned, like how short a word is and what kind of vowels a word has, might play a bigger role than I originally gleaned, at least in some cases. And I think all these differences reinforce the idea that as much as we crave hard and fast rules for how things work or are ordered, sometimes the best we can get is hints or weak patterns. And finally, because I know everyone likes songs, I'll also pass along something a listener named Doug mentioned. 
He pointed out last week that I said it might sound weird if I said I had jam and bread for breakfast, but that's a line that Julie Andrews sings in the popular song Do Re Mi from The Sounds of Music. Tea, a drink with jam and bread, to rhyme with sew, a needle pulling thread. So jam and bread might actually not sound so odd to people after all. Anyway, thanks for the question, and to all the people on Twitter who answered my call for help. It turned out to be fascinating. Finally, I have a familect story from Leslie. Hi, Mignon. Love, love, love your podcast. Um, I am calling about a word that our family uses. I don't think any other family uses, and it's called dramming, D-R-A-M-M-I-N-G, and it stands for being dramatic. So my niece, we started with her because she's very, very dramatic. And then we kid her and like, oh, you're drawing again. And um, it makes everybody smile. So that's it. But thank you again. I'm Leslie in Nashville. Okay, bye. Thanks, Leslie. I love that. If you want to call with the story of your family act, a word your family and only your family uses, you can leave a voicemail at 833214-GIRL. Call from a nice quiet place and I might play it on the show. I'm Mignon Fogarty, better known as Grammar Girl. Thanks to my editor, Adam Cecil, and my audio engineer, Nathan Sams. Our assistant manager is Emily Miller, and our marketing and publicity assistant is Davina Tomlin, who estimates that they consume about nine cups of tea a day. And our ad operations specialist is Morgan Christensen. That's all. Thanks for listening. Every Stearns & Foster mattress is handcrafted with the finest materials for irresistible comfort every single night. Now, save up to $800 on select adjustable mattress sets only at StearnsAndFoster.com. Lesser savings may apply. Save big money on everything for your spring projects at Menards. We have all of your garden and landscaping essentials. Master Garden Premium Garden Soil contains a slow-release fertilizer that feeds gardens for up to nine months. It produces better results and is ready to use for all your gardening needs. Save big on Menards' great selection of garden and landscaping products. Compare brands in-store or online at Menards.com. Save big.